What are your eating habits? Well, we're going to look at my eating habits since I was in the third grade growing up in New York City up to the point where I joined the Army in 1979. We're going to look at my eating habits growing up in New York City. Hello, listeners. Welcome to my podcast, Heart Smart 360. This is the second episode, My Eating Habits. Just a reminder, if you missed the first episode, the best ingredients, you can always catch up on Spotify. You don't want to miss any episodes of my podcast. They're going to be very interesting as we move on down the line with this. We're going to constantly be talking about healthy nutrition. That's what this podcast is all about. Today is December 21st. We've got four days to Christmas. 2019. Welcome, listeners. Well, we're going to go from uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner from when I was, I would say, six years old, five or six years old, growing up in Brooklyn, New York, over there on Borum Street. That's off of Bushwick Avenue. Those of you familiar with that. Uh, Going to school. I would say Monday to Friday is going to school. Breakfast was uh, pretty much uh, hot cereal. My mother made hot cereal for us. You either got cream of wheat, wheat, tina, or oatmeal. Uh, That was pretty much... uh, what you got in the morning, and maybe a toast with it. That's pretty much what you got on a school morning, uh, weekday morning before you went to school. Uh, you didn't get too much cold cereal. That was a weekend thing. That was a Saturday thing, so it was sort of a weekend thing, cold cereal for us. Uh, uh, so that was pretty much, uh, you ate that, you went to school, uh, school lunch was free in them days, uh, I really don't know what's the deal with it these days, but it was free when we went to elementary school, um, pretty, uh, pretty much, uh, the school lunch was basic, you had your, you know, they give you a milk, they give you a, a fruit, you got a, a, a veggie, uh, I, uh, I can't really remember too much on the school lunches, but it was pretty much, you know, I think, I think it was a more like a sandwich, you know, you got a, like a soup, you got a sandwich. Wasn't a big deal in them days, you know, you didn't have a, it's not like today where you got big companies like, you know, Aramark, Sodexo, taking over, uh, uh, school you know, 
Usar's contracts, you know, we don't have that. It, we didn't have that back in them days. So you don't have big companies running the food service operations in these schools. Pretty much the schools did them in themselves back in those days. So lunch wasn't really, really big time, and it wasn't really on the, too much on the healthy side. They did, uh, they did stick with the uh, fourth, the pyramid of the four food groups. So they did stick with that, but you know they weren't as uh, healthy as they were today. Where you, uh, where you see uh, cut up carrot sticks and cut up celery sticks, uh, pretty much on on the uh, lunch trays of today, and sort of apple slices pretty much in a bag on your tray, which you see today. But that was pretty much the lunches. Uh, they were, you know, they, like I said, it was like a sandwich, it was a soup, or it was, or it was some kind of, uh, it was either spaghetti or something, some, some sort of casserole type dish. And you didn't get really big portions in those days, so they really stuck on the portions with that. Uh, dinner is dinner at the house. Mom did a typical dinner, you know, as either you had, uh, might have pork chops with some rice, gravy, and a veggie, okay? Uh, that was a typical meal at night. Uh, Dad used to work at the machine shop, uh... And we all went to school, so it was like, uh, in them days, the mother stayed home and cooked. And so she would have a, a typical dinner like that, or it might be chicken, have fried chicken uh, with, uh, you know, some kind of a potato salad, macaroni salad, something like that. You know, it wasn't... Uh, but. but you know, potatoes and rice were were a big thing back then for a lot of uh, African American families. Because you know, potatoes were cheap. I mean, you could buy a you know a big old large bag of potatoes. I mean, uh, my father used to get a fifty pound bag of potatoes, and that lasted us for a while. But you know, I mean, but we used it for breakfast. I mean, you could use it for all three meals, pretty much. You know, you can use it. You can do a lot with potatoes. So potatoes and uh, you know, and rice was always cheap. Uh, you, you got rice in your uh, government surplus food, so that was one of the commodities there. Uh, just to note that we did get commodity foods back then, so we did get government foods back then, and 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 and, and, and it consists of a lot of different uh, 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 things that you can get, you know, uh, items that you can get, you know, and rice was one of them, and so you can imagine we had a lot of rice, so uh, along with flour and cornmeal and stuff like that. Uh, those are uh, those are commodities you can always use. So we had rice. So that was pretty much uh, uh, with the dinner. When it comes to dinner, that was it was a typical dinner. I mean, you know that 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 was a typical uh, African American dinner growing up. You know, in 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 the household in those days. So so it's like. And then you would have, okay, uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, you would have pork chops, then we would have uh, 
You could have a meatloaf. The meatloaf was the was a thing. Chicken, which is cheap. You know, even making a meatloaf is cheap. Was cheap in them days. Uh, you, you try to stretch a dollar back in those days, uh, as as well as you do today too. But you kind of uh, wanted to stretch it a little more in those days. So that was pretty much a typical during a week menu. So uh, on Saturday, Saturday mornings, like I said, we would have cereal. You have a cold cereal, uh, Cheerios or or uh, cornflakes. Uh, you didn't have too many um, uh, sugar cereals back then. You didn't have a whole lot of cereals. Uh, sugar cereals like you have now, like cinnamon toast crunch and all this, and fruit loaves and apple jacks. You didn't have too much of that though. Yeah, you had a lot of cereals which didn't have sugar. I, I think I remember Frosted Flakes being the first one that had sugar. You know, so then we had, you know, Rice Krispies, Corn Flakes, and Cheerios were the main ones, and Wheaties were the main ones. Uh, our, Rice puff or wheat puff. But you didn't have a lot of the fancy cereals you got now, which are really no good for you because they're all full of sugar. And that's what attracts the kids, and that, that sugar is no good for you on that on that basis. Uh, lunchtime on a Saturday uh, was pretty much... Uh, was really pretty much the dinner. So you, you kind of ate dinner at lunch. And always, uh, it always consists of uh, franks and beans, more or less. You know, hot dogs or hamburgers and, and with pork and beans. Uh, so it's mainly franks and beans or something like that on a Saturday or, or a sandwich. Or pretty much a sandwich, uh, any kind of sandwich. Bologna sandwich or grilled cheese. I don't remember too much on the grilled cheese, though. Yeah. I remember my mother making French fries. I remember that. Yeah. One time I tried to grab a handful of French fries, on, you know, on the sneaky, you know, on the dialogue. Being sneaky, I grabbed a whole lot and put it in my mouth and almost choked to death. And I had a hard time getting it down. And I guess that's what I get for sneaking the fries off the stove there. My mother had them up there, and I just grabbed them real quick and ran. But, uh... Like I said, that's, uh, again, using potatoes, uh, uh, you know, to make that. So, French fries, so that's pretty much how lunch was. Dinner, when you ate something light on a Saturday, um, pretty much a sandwich. Cause you already had your your pork and beans or whatever on the, on the weekend. Uh, so, you ate kind of light on a Saturday night. Uh, Sunday, you had a good breakfast. Pretty much you had a good breakfast on Sunday mornings. That's when you would see the eggs, bacon, stuff like that, pancakes, whatever. But we always had a good breakfast on Sunday mornings. I don't know why. And that was before we went to church. Me and my sister and brothers, we went to church. And so a good Breakfast was always, you can count on a good breakfast on Sunday mornings. You can count on eggs, put it that way. <laughs> you can count on eggs and bacon and toast and maybe home fries that go with it. 
Uh, so we went to church uh, Sunday. Sunday's dinner would be right after church. At a church, we'd go outside and play for a little bit. Uh, come in for dinner around dinner in the afternoon. The main dinner was in the afternoon. Because that night, you didn't pretty much get nothing but a small little snack, or maybe a little sandwich if you got hungry or something like that. But uh, the uh, the main dinner was at around 2 o'clock, and it was usually fried chicken. If you got fried chicken on a Sunday, boy, that was it. Boy, that was the thing there. Fried chicken, maybe rice with gravy, and then a vegetable. Maybe corn on the cob, something like that. But Friday, but uh, Sunday's dinner was the main event. That was it, and that was either, like I say, fried chicken. Uh, my mother didn't do a lot of baking, a lot of baked chicken. You know, when it comes to when it comes to the proteins, she didn't do a lot. She didn't bake a lot of the proteins. A lot of African American families did a lot of frying. That's the thing, and that's the problem right there. Frying, frying chicken, frying pork chops, you know, I did a lot of frying. And these big old black skillets, big old huge skillets, which are fantastic to have. But I remember she did a fried a lot of chicken in that, you know, fried that chicken. That was a Sunday afternoon's dinner and eat a potato salad or rice. And then you had, like I said, corn on the cob or some kind of veggie. But uh, that was the main event on Friday, on on, on uh, Sunday afternoons. But uh, like I said, and, and and when they fried food in them days, I mean it was it was it wasn't like Western oil or none of the stuff you got today. Whereas well, you had Western, but uh, it was in a sort of in a solid form, like Crisco. Crisco was in a solid form. It was, it was solid. Came in a can. It was solid. You either had that or you had lard. And I remember my, my mother taking a whole spoon of this, a whole glob of this, and just putting it in the frying pan. And, it, and this, you had to wait for it to melt down. And the grease got hot. You didn't pretty have much of any liquid uh, oil. It was pretty much solid. Or you had, you had that or you had lard. It was something that called lard. It was a square thing. It, it was by armor, I guess it was. It was called lard. Because I remember I used to go to the store for it a couple of times. And she would put a couple of blocks of those in that black skillet and just wait till it melts down and just fry that chicken. But you, you had, that's what you had. You had that lard, you had that solid Crisco in a can. I think you still can get that stuff. But I didn't see pretty much any uh, liquid oil by Wesson's or, uh, or well... The Crisco has a liquid oil right now, but you didn't see things like uh, peanut oil or canola oil or, or well, at least in my house, oh, I didn't see it, or even, I didn't see no olive oil. And and so you didn't see those things. I didn't even see vegetable oil. I just seen that solid lard or that uh, the solid Crisco oil, Crisco, the solid Crisco in a can, and I believe that was vegetable. I mean, I'm not sure what kind of if it was vegetable, but um, that was that's what they fried with in those days. So that was pretty much uh, on uh, on uh, on the um, eating at home, pretty much. 
And like I said, that was the eating ways all the way until, like I said, and, you know, we, we, you know, we, it didn't change much. The eating habits didn't change much in, in, in our family it's, as far as meals go, as my mom fixed. But that's what we would have. And, and that was all the way until I left home at the age of uh, almost 21, okay? And by then we had moved to the Bronx, up in the Castle Hill, if people know that area, Castle Hill area, we moved to the Bronx. And I had one more year of high school, and uh, high school lunch was free, so you got these little tickets where, and the high school lunch, where you got your lunch, uh, I don't know how they do it today, but it was pretty much free. Uh, the lunch, the lunches were actually good. I was actually looking forward to the lunches in school. They weren't healthy as they are today, but, you know, it was stuff like, uh, you know, veal patties with mashed potatoes and a veggie. And we actually, veal cutlets, we actually looked forward to it. It was like a breaded veal cutlet, and we actually looked forward. That was like one of the best meals, <laughs> one of the better meals. And so you got that, and then you got maybe a chicken patty that was sort of in a cutlet. And uh, so I guess these were fast, convenient meals that they can throw it together and, uh, to, to serve. And then you got a veggie, and then you got... You didn't have too many choices like you got today. And like I said, a lot of it wasn't too healthy, but they did stick with uh, the the four, uh, group, four food groups of giving you a fruit, uh, giving you a fruit, uh, a milk, okay, and then your starch and a veggie, and then the protein. So you pretty much... Got you know they 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 did stick with the guidelines in those days. Uh, again, uh, the, the schools had their own food in them days. You didn't have a lot of yeah like like you have today a lot of uh, contract management or contract companies coming in there doing the providing the food service for the client. Which you have now, you have a lot of uh, like Aramont and companies like that doing the food service. But uh, lunches were pretty good. Uh, I mean, in high school, I would look forward to them. And uh, like I said, certain meals you look forward to, um, pizza, they had pizza, things like that. Uh, well, then getting out of school, out of high school, uh, as you know, as you well know, if you grew up in, in New York, that uh, New York is abundant when it comes to food. Food is everywhere. Food is all over the place. Food's all in displays, all in windows. You go in a restaurant, food is all on display, just laying out. Food is just everywhere in the city. And it's just an abundance of food. So, you know, and it's, you know, like I said, you walk around, I used to hang around Times Square, me and my buddies, and this, you know, this, and the food was just so cheap. You know, you got burgers, you got pizzas, you got hot dogs, and, you know, besides the hot dog stands, you had the hot dogs, you know, at the restaurants on Times Square where you don't even have to go in. You're served right from the outside. You had two burgers, maybe for 50 cents, things like that. So it was, it was cheap. 
and, and, and all in all, and, you know, a slice of pizza in them days cost you about 50 cents, 75 cents. And it's for a good slice pizza. And so, you know, in, so eating in New York, uh, the, the street food is unbelievable, you know. You know, there's it, so much of it, it, it was good. You had an abundance of it. You know, you, you, it's just... It, it was just unbelievable. You you couldn't starve. You couldn't starve in New York at all. You know, if a person told you they starve in New York, I don't know what they're telling you. They 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 got to be out of their mind. Even these days, it's the same way. Food is everywhere. Even if you're homeless, food is everywhere. You got pantries. You got soup kitchens. And everybody in great food these days. They're recording. They're, they're, they they have healthy food. They have uh, produce these days. They have meats. These are pantries where you can pick up food. You got the soup kitchens. You, they that are given three meals a day these days. So it's no excuse to say you didn't. You couldn't eat in this city. You couldn't eat at all. You can't eat anywhere. Someone tells you that, it's a bunch of malarkey. There's food everywhere. There's abundant of food in New York City. So, growing up, and this is prior to me going into the Army. I went into the Army in 79. So, you know, hanging around and with my friends around the city, going hang around Times Square or whatever. Like I said, food was abundant, and, and, and it was plentiful. And, and that's the way I pretty much ate. And uh, living on my own, I didn't really eat a lot. We just we mainly partied a lot, so we didn't eat a lot. <laughs> so it's not it's not like being right at home. Yeah, so we we just you know we partied, and you can eat when you can eat. You either order food, you order Chinese food, or you ordered pizza, and and that's the which, and that's what you did. Uh, as a single person on your own or living with friends, that's what you did. Uh, I, me and my friend uh, Peter, we had got an apartment in, in Hell's Kitchen over there on Ninth Avenue in in the forties, and so you know when we would eat dinner, I mean we might take a chance, take a take a chance, and and, and just uh, cook a meal. He would cook a meal, and I would cook a meal one night, you know, a couple of nights, and then. His sister would cook us a meal, and uh, you know it's, it's pretty much. And, and, and we're gonna cook what we uh, grew up with or learned how to cook, and and that was that was you know you're gonna cook what you know what to cook, and if whatever you learned from your parents on how to cook or what to cook, but you end up uh, learning. To fend yourself, fend for yourself, or cook for yourself, you end up uh, picking up that ways of doing that. So, and, and so seventy nine came along, and then I went on to the service, and that was a whole different ball game when it's coming to eating. Uh, you got your your nutritional balance of meal we're just supposed to have. You got your breakfast, lunch, and dinner. 
uh, and it went to the guidelines of the four food groups, so you pretty much got everything that you're supposed to be getting, eating, um, which you you had to eat quickly and get out of there and in basic training. But uh, the the military fed you uh, pretty much with the guidelines of what you're supposed to be eating, and uh, and that way. Uh, they wanted to, they wanted strong soldiers and, you know, and, and healthy soldiers. So they, you know, they went strictly with the guidelines more so than what you would do if you were on your own. So the food was good. And so my eating habits, uh, I developed pretty much, uh, um, like my own eat, my eating habits living in the city, of course, was just eating junk food whenever I can eat it, and maybe have a couple of meals that we would cook or at home, like I said before. Um, when I got into service, I pretty much ate what they had, okay, and unless we, you know, and, and didn't eat in the mess hall. Well, once we got out of basic training, you could do what you wanted, pretty much. So we didn't. I mean, you can eat off the. We used to eat off the post, eat off, you know, eat off the base, and that food was uh, pretty much uh, uh, street food or to-go food. And uh, so, I didn't really get into the healthy part of eating. Or didn't didn't really take seriously my real good eating habits until actually lately, when I later on in my career as a as a food service uh, food service manager or chef manager, uh, while young as a manager, you know I would you know. And a food service worker going into management or a food service supervisor, I would, you know, I did a lot of picking, you know, I picking a lot of food in the kitchen, picking as I go, as I, as I did my work in the kitchen, as I prepped, I did a lot of eating in that way. And, you know, and then when I sat down to eat lunch, I would eat a little, maybe a salad, a little, little of the entree or whatever it was, it was, it was serving. Okay. But I did, you know, so that that wasn't a real good eating habit, you know. I mean, that's, you know, you, you're picking all day, and then you sit down, you, didn't, you, you really didn't eat too much. Um, but, you know, when I came home, I mean, my my wife would have a nice dinner for me. So I did eat a good dinner but <laughs> and, and, and a so-so lunch. Not much on breakfast too much because I would get there early and just did a lot of work and didn't really have time to grab anything. Uh, you might grab a muffin and a coffee or something like that, and that was it. Uh, but later on in my career, I started to take seriously the things and the food I was eating and 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 trying to look at uh healthy nutrition and really look at how 
of what I should be eating. Okay, and uh, and to this day, uh, as of this day, I'm taking seriously what what I'm eating and uh, the proper eating habit is what I'm trying to get into. Trying to trying 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 to stress with the family to get the best ingredients have the best eating habits, cook these ingredients the best way you can, and get the most out of them. So in the later years, which I maybe I should have started earlier, is eating better than what I did in the past. So my eating habits today, I'm proud to say, are really great. As I said uh, in the last episode, I'm more on a healthier track of when it comes to eating. And I picked this up, like I said, in my later years as I got more experience in food service, in cooking, in ingredients, in my knowledge of healthy foods and different types of foods, which led me to eat much better and discover different ingredients and different products out there on the market that I can just purchase and maintain a healthy eating environment. Um, I have a book coming out in January, Cooking with Love and Delight. In this book, I have original my original recipes which I have created over the last three or four years. Um, They're a bit on the healthy side. They are on the healthy side, let's put it that way. Um, There's pretty much one beef item in the book, Uh, one beef recipe. Um, I'm strictly eating fish and chicken these days. Uh, I do eat a little beef, but, you know, it's very rare. Um, I had roast beef the other day. I had a nice roast beef sandwich. Once in a while, I would do that. But for the most part, no beef and, and, and really no pork. I can't remember when I had pork. It's been a while. I do miss bacon, uh, real bacon. I try to stick with the turkey bacon now, but I I recently had a couple of strips of bacon when I was in visiting my cousin in Pennsylvania. But I, I try not to. Somehow when I go down there, I veer off my diet, which is I don't like doing. Okay. <laughs> 
because uh, they do not eat the best down there. And when I visit Carlisle, Pennsylvania, when I go to Carlisle, my family does not eat the best. They do not have healthy on their mind when they're eating. Health is not in their vocabulary when they're eating. That's why I'm trying to stress through my book, through my podcast, through instant messages, through Instagrams and social medias, I'm stressing eat healthy, eat healthy family, eat the right foods. Okay? African-American foods, like soul food, is not healthy. I repeat, it's not healthy. Okay? Eat that for about 25, 30 years. See what it'll get you. It's not healthy. Soul food is good once in a while. Best part of soul food is the greens, because any green vegetables are good for you. The greener the vegetable, the better it is. Sweet potatoes are fantastic. They're good for you. Some of the beans are good. Beans are always good for you, unless you get the gout. If you get the gout, stay away from the beans. But pretty, pretty much beans are great for you. But when it comes to parts of the pigs, neck bones, ham hocks, things like that, all parts of the pig, a big no-no, folks. Okay? A big no-no. I know it tastes good, and that's all that, but no, no, no. Eat fruits and vegetables when you can. Eat a nice fish. Eat a nice baked chicken. Eat a nice poached salmon. Eat some vegetables, fresh vegetables, better than canned vegetables. Canned vegetables are horrible. Eat fresh vegetables if you can. If you can't get fresh, get frozen. But I prefer fresh vegetables. Fresh asparagus. Fresh green beans, fresh carrots. Cut them up yourself. Cut them, steam them, roast them. It's better to roast them, saute them, steam them. I prefer roasting veggies like yellow squash, zucchini, Asparagus, sweet potatoes, Brussels sprouts. If you're going to do starch, 
Potatoes are always great. Nice oven roasted potatoes. Oven roasted sweet potatoes. Any kind of potatoes is great. Nice, beautiful red bliss potatoes. Cut them up. Roast them. A little salt and pepper. Sprinkle a little olive oil on them. Cut up some fresh parsley or cilantro. Sprinkle over it. Oh, that is a good. And just bake them in the oven. Roast them real good. Okay. Um, when you come to rice and grains, go with a nice cuckoos. There's different flavors, different colors of cuckoos you can have. There's rice, wild rice, regular rice. Okay. Uh, any kind of rice product is good for you. Uh, couscous, quinoa, that's another great. Uh, if any kind of pasta is great. If you want to go with the um, the brown pasta or the gluten-free pasta, you can do that. Any kind of pasta is great for you. It's healthy for you. Uh, in the morning, like I said... Try to stay away from the bake, real bacon. Go to nice turkey bacon, uh, turkey sausage. I don't like turkey sausage too much. It tastes horrible. But uh, the turkey <coughs> bacon I would stick with. Uh, eggs, you don't want to do eggs too much. I mean, it's, get a little, it's good to get a little protein in the morning, but you don't want to do eggs too much. Uh, I don't do eggs too much. I do a couple of boiled eggs, soft boiled eggs a couple of times with toast. I don't do that that much. Um, my mornings consist of a nice oatmeal. Go with oatmeal, brown sugar, put a little turmeric in that. That's what I do with that. Um, sometimes I do oatmeal with this uncooked. I, don't, I like to have it uncooked. Oatmeal, and I mix that with a little yogurt, and I put a little turmeric, and um, and I and I put some cinnamon in that, and and I use either banana or yogurt or or the plain yogurt. It's the organic, and I just and it's uncooked oatmeal, and I just stir that up and eat that. Or I take the uncooked oatmeal and I add some applesauce with it, with the turmeric and the cinnamon, and mix that up and eat that. Or I put blueberries in there or blackberries. But for the most part, that's what you, you know, it's a good, get into the habit of eating that in the morning, okay? And it's good to eat that after you um, go to the gym. I try to go to the gym and get on the treadmill for about a 20 minutes to a half an hour. Then come back and have a breakfast like that. And then I'm set for the morning. To lunchtime, where I go and get into a nice salad. Okay, lunch, you want to look at a nice salad or a nice sandwich, a nice turkey sandwich on a mochi grain bread with lettuce. That's a nice looking sandwich, okay? By lettuce, I mean a nice uh, leaf lettuce, okay? Or a nice piece of romaine lettuce. But you want uh, on a mochi grain bread turkey with a uh just light on a mayo okay or mustard 
and uh, that's a nice looking uh, sandwich with a with a soup I would do uh, dinner times here I'm visiting I'm visiting my daughter so and they eat healthy so I must say Jennifer and Marina do eat healthy and so that's why I'll, I enjoy coming here because I know I'm eating healthy and I'm a cook healthy and uh, so they they pretty much on healthy mode so we're all on the same page when it comes to uh, eating a nice tender sometimes we do a nice vegetarian or we'll do I mean they don't need a lot of fish or um, they, I mean excuse me they don't need a lot of um, beef or pork at all so they're pretty much into vegetarian either a fish or, or a vegetarian or a chicken and that's pretty much what we stick to and we stick to a nice healthy veggie like a nice spaghetti squash or a butternut squash which is great for you so uh, you know overall uh the message i'm trying to um uh, uh relate to my family which i hope they're listening to this uh podcast this uh second episode of this podcast is to um you know it's good to have the soul food once in a while yeah, but not all the time do you have to have it at every event do you have it have it at all the time every time we you know uh, every time uh, us African Americans have it at some kind of event, there's always soul food. Does it have to be soul food? Does it have to be fried chicken? Try baking the chicken, okay? Try baking the chicken. You know, uh, you know, uh, how about, you know, have more fish products. Uh, you know, you don't, you definitely don't need uh, neck bones and amox, okay? That stuff is horrible. Pig feeds, that stuff is horrible for you. Chitlins, things like that, that stuff is hard. That stuff is is not going to do anything for you. Like I said, and a whole lot of beef is not going to do anything for you. That beef builds up in your intestines, and it, it'll be in your intestines for a while. It takes a long time to digest. The pig ingredients don't even do a darn thing for you. Okay? I mean, you, you, you can... You can eat that stuff. You eat, you like I say, you eat that stuff around twenty, thirty years. Oh, goodness. I mean, that stuff will have you. <clears throat> it have you bogged down. It, it, it have you, you know, as opposed to eating something nice and healthy. Okay, so stay to true. So my message is try to stay away from a lot of fried products. Uh, the fast foods are horrible. I, I don't go nowhere near the fast foods. Fast foods are horrible for you. They make it look so appealing on TV. The McDonald's, the Burger King, or whatever, any of that. This stuff is horrible. It's not good for you. It's not nutritious for you. It's the worst, okay? If you can stay away from that, go to restaurants that are more on the healthy side these days. There's a lot of them out there. If you don't want to go out to eat, you know, get up, get the fresh ingredients. Like I mentioned in my first episode of this, uh, the podcast, is to go in there and get some fresh vegetable ingredients and cook them yourself. Cook with the best oils and the the, the, the purest of the olive oils and, and the best foods, and always have great eating habits. 
and continue your great eating habits along with exercise and and possibly you can live a long and prosperous life okay thank you guys for listening to this week's podcast this episode was eating habits and i hope my listeners you guys can take key to what i'm saying and start to eat a little healthier in your life just a reminder if you didn't listen to episode 1 the best ingredients you can still listen to it on Spotify thank you guys this is Junior Spencer it's been a pleasure look for my next episode of my podcast Heart Smart 360 next week thank you very much love you guys and enjoyed.